नमस्ते आत्रेय पॉडकास्ट लिजनर्स एंड दत्रेय कम्युनिटी मेंबर्स वी आर कंटिन्यूइंग आवर पॉडकास्ट विथ आर ए हैज बीन सो जेनरस टू कम ऑन दिस पॉडकास्ट सीरीज टू टॉक अबाउट आयुर्वेदिक जर्नी and we have been going through each part of the journey how you can personalize your ayurvedic journey not being overwhelmed with uh, all the new information we are dissecting section by section how you can uh, own your ayurvedic uh, daily routine and we insist that the routine is the way to long healthy life and uh, uh those of you who are just joining us for this uh, series uh, podcast series um myself i am vaidya jay i'm a long time ayurvedic practitioner teacher and um ayurvedic enthusiast i like to talk about how ayurveda is the um you know r- root or um uh, a journey for long longevity and healthy life so uh, arya uh, my uh, co uh, host here uh, she is a transformational intuitive coach author and speaker uh, she is based out of uh, new york and she is the founder of ceo at noon a career life coaching collective uh, that she is uh, part of um she's a founder uh, of this collective and her um, uh, main intention is to help people and then build this community uh, where people can use journaling and um, um also use uh, you know counseling to to uh, shift their perspective change their habits and release their suffocated creativity so that they can thrive in life So Arya welcome again. Thank you Vedya Jay. Thank you for having me. As if you uh, uh remember uh listeners we were talking about uh, routine and its importance and we went through uh, last time the great routine of or self oil massage or self care massage. and um, we also introduced you to some breathing that can be so handy at different uh, you know situations stressful situations in life and to just just to promote health these breathing techniques are so important and uh, in this uh, podcast uh, which is the sixth one in the series we'll be talking about the uh, importance of diet or importance of uh, food and eating so uh i know that when we started with uh, ra's journey uh we talked about how food was so important how uh, suddenly ra started noticing that certain things don't sit well with her even though she earlier enjoyed these types of foods and suddenly there was a shift and that is the communication that improves between the body and the mind where the mind is not imposing or um you know pushing or uh, you know bullying the body 
to do things that the body is not comfortable with. So that's the topic today. I love this topic because I think Americans, we have a food culture of eating whatever we want, you know. But uh, most of the other uh, ethnicities, they eat according to their region, according to their climate, according to local what is available. So we want to dwell into the into this information. Let's listen to Arya first so that we can get her journey part how diet was important for her and how what changed when she started following Ayurvedic routine. Are, if you don't mind, would you share with us what, what was your personal experience with the diet? Well, the personal experience with the diet is many layers because I've lived several decades. So um, most importantly, uh, I really do listen to my body. And when I have craved things in the past, I've felt that it was um, some kind of imbalance in my body. And then I would really um, look into that and then change what, um, what I was eating to something you know healthier. The other important thing is uh, really making the time to, to sit down and eat right? Sit down, make the time and to eat slowly, which I think is very difficult in our um, crazy American society. So I would um, look at the the foods that I was eating and, um, you know, which would affect me differently. I now am pretty much a vegan. Um, However, once in a while, I will go back and have something. And what I noticed recently was I I craved eggs and I hadn't had eggs in months Mm -hmm. and I really didn't want to have them. And I ended up buying some, Mm -hmm. I made them and I was really not feeling well for uh, the rest of the day. I really didn't feel like I was digesting them. Mm -hmm. I found that just interesting and I made a note of it. And so I, I won't, I probably won't do that again. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you bring in two two points here, uh, Are. Uh, one thing is the easiest routine that we can inculcate into our lives that Ayurveda always recommends is the regularity of meals or food. Um, the concept of grazing the food all day long doesn't exist in Ayurveda at all. So the routine is so important. That means um, when we say the routine, the breakfast has a time, has its own importance. Um, So the timing is, let's say um, somebody uh, among our listeners uh, tries to eat at, let's say, 8 o'clock. So between 8 and 8.30 or maximum 9 o'clock should be the time when every day there is um, breakfast. So this is unmistakably health promoting. For Ayurveda, when you work with your digestive system in a rhythmic fashion, in a timely fashion, by supplementing diet or food or uh, you know whatever the person is um, taking as breakfast, uh, that would that would set a 
this it's almost like a signaling mechanism for the entire gut the uh, secretions in the gut the organs of the gut like the main organs of the gut include uh, stomach liver spleen pancreas uh, intestines which play such great role in uh, brain health uh, and inflammatory response so uh, one of the things that uh, you know people come and ask me can i have my coffee yes you can have your, have your coffee but there is a, there should be a relation because there is a thought process coffee doesn't just go because your mind wants it you have to have a uh, relation that will define what the body is capable of doing and what the mind is going to get out of it this is something that i have, have when when you said that you know that i was eating but there, there was a lack of, because the life is so busy nowadays we think food food is you know an inconvenience at some time you know like i'm very very busy now i have to eat uh, or that how type about of people an, who are walking down the street eating <laughs> i see that all the time i, I look I have, at them and i say how can you eat pizza while you're walking i have people i have to ask I have, you a question though about the coffee yeah, because yeah. i i know many people who love coffee and i have coffee once maybe once a week or twice a week, typically. Maybe I don't even have it then, It just if I feel like it. But mm-hmm. there is a time that people, maybe you could tell us, when is the best time for somebody to have that coffee and how should they have it? Like what affects them? Is it black coffee or is it a non-dairy creamer or creamer? How, how would you um, guide somebody who really didn't want to give up their coffee yeah yeah this the, yeah we have a coffee culture in this country there's no question about it but you know um, we have to have a healthy relation with coffee so you know i would doesn't say that the, the coffee is really toxic you should not drink it it just says these are the characteristics of coffee it's up to you how to choose it let's look at how coffee is in terms of its qualities it's very light it's uh, uh minute uh, it is uh, mobile um uh, phys- these these are like what it does to our you know entire b- body systems like it makes the mind to become mobile and it becomes mind to become uh, you know minute and sharp and uh, and things like that that's why people drink coffee because it wakes them up and uh, so it has a tendency to increase vata vata which is the movement oriented that's why that's why people drink coffee and go to the bathroom some of them drink coffee because it helps them go to the bathroom that's because mm-hmm. it improves the movement sometimes it increases the urination sometimes it increases the heart rate you know so it has an ability to increase the movement which is great but if what if some parts of your body don't need excessive movement like if your stomach secretes a lot of acid or if your kidney is already stressed out then you're putting a more uh, you know stress on these organs that are already uh, you know uh, um working hard to make up make, you know keep up with our lifestyle so uh, let's go back to the history of how coffee has been drunk so coffee is um uh usually in in europe if you look at the coffee is um Uh, drunk with a cup of hot water so they give you coffee and there is also a cup of hot water because they know that you need to wash it off from your stomach or dilute it in your stomach as it goes through your gut right so 
um, the the importance is is that we need to keep in mind um, that the coffee, if it stays on an empty stomach inside the gut, it causes irritation. So first point is let's have coffee, but drink some hot water to wash it off, which is easy. I love that. Yeah. And then the next part is the uh, fats, some of the fats that stabilize it, like milk fat, which comes from milk creamer, or sometimes the coconut uh, milk or coconut oil or the ghee. Uh, some some people that in the recent times, the coconut oil and the ghee has, has become pretty famous. Um, but in traditionally, there were, it was some kind of a fat. Usually they use fat to uh, cut down the shortness of the coffee. So Use that if you have, uh, you know, stomach issues, if your stomach is sensitive, you should do that. So this is so uh, important. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> of course. And because drink your coffee. people don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drink the coffee near to your breakfast or with your breakfast or after your breakfast. Don't give a big gap between your coffee because it makes your mind so clear. People, what they do is they drink the coffee and they don't want to eat anything. And it's really hard on the body. Mind may be enjoying it, but the body will go through a lot of, uh, you know, repercussions. That's really important. Well, let me ask you this then, because in our culture, um, people, they do drink a lot of coffee. They also drink a lot of alcohol. So can you tell us a little bit about what happens to the body when somebody's out maybe at happy hour with people they're working with and they're having some drinks? They're maybe eating some fried, greasy foods, and then they go to sleep. They get up in the morning and they have their coffee. (laughs) <laughs> it's a disaster right yeah <laughs> but, they do, but people don't because, generally know this so i think it's important that uh, they much, understand right how much of a momentary excitement do you need you know that's the question <laughs> that you need to ask uh, how much of this you want to um you know keep on involving in so uh, yeah uh, people do that uh, alcohol is another uh, uh, expanding because uh, for Ayurveda, they have more of air and space elements. They expand your mind when you're congested. But the body is uh, needing grounding and things like that. So uh, in, in, the, in Ayurveda, there is a reference to alcohol and how alcohol is uh, to be consumed in a, in a very ritualistic fashion. So it gives a new dimension to alcoholic, uh, the behavior, the, the, the mentality that one should have uh, in order to, um, you know, uh, keep the, the uh, mind under control, not to overindulge. Coffee and alcohol are great, but um, they need to be used as sharp knives that, that needs to be, you know, protecting your, yourself is very important. That, that's the, that's the attitude I would say. Okay, well that's wonderful. Really, really good information. So uh, and, what I, I wanted to uh, just before we Go get, ahead. Did, yes, you, did you did you uh, you know when you started your Ayurvedic routine, I think I think you had to change some things in your kitchen and start off with the Ayurvedic uh, um, you know r- routine. Uh, did you make uh, automatically the breakfast, lunch, and dinner routine came up, or you had to implement it? What, what was the scenario there? Well, well, I started to. Um, I really enjoyed. I had with like hot water, or I would have some hot water with lemon, and then I really have some some tea. And in the morning, 
And this is what I wanted to talk to you about. Everybody's body, as you know, is different. So sometimes people want to have breakfast and sometimes people don't really feel like having breakfast. So how would you direct um, somebody who maybe didn't want to eat until 11 o'clock in the morning? Some mornings I feel like I want to eat around nine and I would I would make something since the Ayurveda journey I have a fruit in the morning or I drink the green detox in the morning. So it's pretty much just more fluid in the morning. I used to have like a muffin in the morning or oatmeal. And now if I don't have just my liquid or my drinks, I would have um, stewed apples, some kind of fruit. Hmm. And then I would have a my my lunch is pretty much my main meal. And sometimes the lunch, if it's if it's around one or two o'clock, I'm not even always hungry for dinner. They're mainly um, we can say that you know um, uh, mainly the stomach. What is happening with the stomach? Uh, whether it is ready for the um, breakfast in the morning, or what's happening with the mind? Whether it is uh, ready to make space for the breakfast in the morning. Um, these two things we need to tell our listeners uh, take take a take a you know um, uh, uh, observation is it my stomach that I ate very late and I haven't used the bathroom properly or it there was not a bowel movement uh, hence my body doesn't you know want to eat anything that's first first question in that sense uh, there is no need to come you know, force yourself to eat. Ayurveda says it's fine to rest that stomach. And it should not be an everyday thing. You know, if it happens once in a while, that's fine. Uh, uh, otherwise, you need to ma- uh, correct that, you know, by eating earlier in the previous night and then you know, taking um, uh, trifala or something like that to empty the bowel in the in the morning. Uh, and then it will make clear for the stomach to to accept more food. Uh, that's one thing. And second thing is that if you're really stressed out or you wake up with anxiety or you have a lot of lot going on in your mind, then also the mind doesn't want to make room for or time for breakfast. So most of us is the second case scenario, uh, Are. Uh, all our listeners will say, okay, I'm, I'm, I wake up in the morning because I have so much to catch up. I don't have time to grab something and eat. That's absolutely fine. But remember, you have to nurture your body. If the body's, you know, uh, existence and body's sustainability is from the food. Mind may survive without food, but the body has to. So given that, we uh, start with, uh, you know, even simplest, like a a green smoothie, um, you know, which can be just easily, uh, you know, drunk and maybe um, uh, eight ounces of it. And we, uh, we at Atreya, we have what is called as detox greens, which can be an easy daily habit. And you can just put it in water and you you mix it and you drink it. And what it does is it just starts, uh, you know, setting the tone for the entire gut. Um, yes, that's what I drink in the morning. I drink that with a little bit of the Brahmi powder and with the amalaki 
Oh, that's great. So those two, the formula that we have with the with the um, the you know the detox greens is a great thing. Sometimes people can even do like a uh, some herbal um, mix, uh, uh, like a latte, which you know is nowadays ashwagandha is becoming very very famous. So ashwagandha with uh, almond milk, which is a latte, um, and and things like that. You can start with something very small, very um, you know uh, nutritious that doesn't take much time at all. So um, this is the uh, this is the simplest advice I can give for all our listeners that we have to change our habit uh, of not uh, eating anything, just not punishing the body right in the beginning of the from the start of the day. So uh, that was my uh, you know input on that. Are you now eating breakfast pretty much? So every, what or? you what I what I do is I. If I feel like it, but if I have the tea and the hot water and I have the green detox drink that I was telling you about, I also will, I love the ashwagandha, the maca and the, and the, um, either the almond milk or the, um, the oat milk that to me feels very, very satisfying. Mm -hmm. And then I'll have a, a nice, um, a nice lunch and then sometimes just a light dinner. Excellent. Uh, and this routine started by itself, or it was already there. I, was there an influence of uh, you know ru- uh, eating routine after you started? No, that that, that started okay. pretty much after the. It was a slow a slow process. Once I started with the herbal supplements last September, I think I remember we discussed this in a different podcast where I was once a week I really wanted to have pancakes, and now months later I'm still not having the pancakes. So my my brain will say, "Yeah, I'd like to have pancakes," but my body just doesn't—it doesn't—it doesn't want it. So yeah. I feel like, uh, as the either whether it's the seasons, like I will crave certain salads now because it's very warm out. So my body feels like it's telling me to eat certain things depending upon beautiful my energy level, whether I've exercised a lot that day or I've done a lot of walking in Manhattan. That's going to dictate sometimes what I'm, what I eat, and when I eat. Mm-hmm. And then um, I really just it really just started with the supplements, because before mm-hmm. that, even though I was more plant based, I still had, you know, random cravings either mm-hmm. for sweet or, you know, um, fish or or meat. Now it's it's a lot. It's just changing and I, it just changes slowly. And I just look at what mm-hmm. it is that mm-hmm. I'm. I'm doing and how I feel. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I need to eat more food and that gives me more energy. And sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. Wow, <laughs> beautifully uh, explained. Um, thank you. Uh, um, it's true that there is a clear the communication between the body, the mind, and the sense organs. So um, that's what happens when you're normal metabolism returns. Uh, most of us have, um, you know, it's trust and, and uh, uh, put our metabolisms into a great distress uh, by eating whatever we want, eating whatever time we want. Uh, so the, the, the process of metabolism, which is so important to create ourselves into a vital, in a vital fashion, 
uh, that has got into uh, a big time trouble and and if you, if we know that the uh, body is responding uh, to the ayurvedic routine the first sign that i always listen to saying that you know i ate something that i used to and my body said uh uh-uh, uh i don't want to eat this and i had a lot of bloating i had a lot of you know gurgling my uh, head started hurting so is that normal that's what people come and ask me and it's absolutely normal because your body is straightly communicating to your mind not to put anything that is not agreeable to your body which is beautiful because not many people have that uh, you know signaling mechanism intact uh, what what is agreeing with their mind i mean body so that the mind can you know take stock of it or take note of it and that's what happened with ayurvedic supplements and ayurvedic uh, you know uh, spices i really love spices we would take our next topic for the podcast will be spices i love spices i can't wait to talk <laughs> about that because that is that's 100% true and yeah. it does make all the difference in the world But yeah. I love the what smartness. you're saying about this. Mm-hmm. I think it's what's really important is what you were just touching on, and we did touch on this a few times maybe in the other podcasts, is that in this culture, um, I, I really see more people aren't aware of what they are eating. They're not mm-hmm. aware of not only what they're eating, but what the ingredients are and what they're eating and then how their body's feeling. So the cleaner your body is, as you know, that are we're going to we're going to recognize immediately I ate that and that didn't feel right when I was talking about the eggs. Had I if I ate a typical American diet, pro, you know, meat in the morning, lunch and dinner and fried foods and milkshakes and these, you know, these these extra sweet coffee drinks, I wouldn't know that the eggs were what bothered me. I would just maybe no i don't feel well or maybe i would be too distracted to even know that mm-hmm. so i've mm-hmm. also mentioned that when people start this journey do one thing try to have one healthy meal a day if it's not something that's familiar to you so wow. you're not going to feel punished you're not yeah. going to feel like you can't follow through with this you're just yeah. taking one meal and yeah. making that one meal a protein shake a detox yeah. drink and then you can have what you want and then you're going to slowly then your body is going to start to talk to your mind yeah and you're going to make different choices more conscious choices right yeah beautifully said i i love what you said just commit to one meal time a day uh, and you see that how our body comes alive uh, i really love that um so we we will leave our listeners to contemplate on you know what they want to commit either to the lunch or dinner or or breakfast even uh, and and take it from there so um next point that we want to quickly go through to our listeners is the the oral hygiene which is very important for eating habits are are you doing any you know a daily routine that's for oral hygiene i want to i want yes. to listen yes so i do i really love the oil pulling and i use organic sesame oil i use just a little uh, a little bit in a shot glass maybe 2 3 teaspoons and i do that i brush my teeth and then i do do the um the tongue scraping mm-hmm. and um what i have what i like to tell people also is why again not to pressure yourself 
So if one morning you're using the nasal oil and you're maybe even using your neti pot, you're doing something and you, you just don't feel you have time to do the oil pulling, don't beat yourself up, you know, because there's other practices like the body oil or the hair oil. So I like to look at it as I'll do one or two things and I don't pressure myself to do everything because our lives can be busy. It could be crazy. And yeah. to me, it becomes like the Ayurveda journey is about following through with those practices, but not if you don't do one or two things or even a few things one day, it's not a crime. You yeah. go back to it the next day. So if you've had too much to drink one night and you've had coffee the next day, be kind to yourself the rest of your of the day yeah. and know that. Tonight will be different. Maybe do a meditation, right? And then go back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Ayurveda, you know, the approach is never harsh. It's not never a punishment. Ayurveda comes with love. Every aspect that you said, you know, oh, I don't have time today to do my uh, oil pulling. And it says, yeah, it's okay. You can you can do one thing that is very, you know, you're resonating with. Choose one of the routines and then do that. And when you feel like you're you're uplifted and you have a lot of uh, uh, you know enthusiasm, then you can take two the next day or three next day when you have time. So but yes. you know yeah right. Then you also see that like I'll do some, depends on how clear our mind is on a particular day or what you actually have. If you have guests over or if you have a meeting that you have to get to extra early in the morning mm-hmm. you you're also going to realize that you can do oil pulling while maybe you're cleaning up the dishes mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do these things and you incorporate it. it in the rhythm Love of it. your day and the most important thing is really to not i i say this to people also who are trying to quit an addiction or a habit yeah. whether it's smoking or drinking or you know overspending don't beat yourself up. You, all you have to do is like when you mentioned the Ayurveda mothering, it's a mothering feeling and you learn how to mother yourself. Everybody needs to come learn back how to, to mother themselves. Sorry. Yeah, you have a, you have a wrong habit. Come back to mom. Mom will help yes. you. Right. Yes. So yes. that's great. That's great. Yeah. In the next couple of minutes quickly, I am going to talk about the two things that you mentioned. One is the tongue scraping. Tongue scraping is a very easy process. All of our listeners should inculcate this habit. It's just using a tongue scraper. You get all varieties of tongue scraper, the stainless steel one, the copper one and all that. But make sure that it doesn't have a sharp you know, edges. Uh, it should be um, smooth uh, so that it doesn't really uh, cause any abrasion on the tongue. So you have to do it very quickly. Yeah, you have do after you brush your teeth uh, once from the center. That means you go to the base of the tongue and then scrape it towards the tip. Once in the center, once on the left side, once on the right side. And and there is a there is a, a uh, YouTube video that my son has done, uh, which is on Atreya Ayurveda, you know, YouTube channel. You can watch it and then you can see how easy it is. You just do three times, rinse your mouth done with it so that and you do the oil pulling first right 
yeah you can either do oil pulling first and do this or you can do the tongue scraping and and then do the oil pulling ideally oil pulling needs to be done first because it's it scrapes the even whatever coating the oil has bought up uh, from the from the tongue so um oil pulling uh, is called as um uh, kavala in sanskrit and it's been a very ancient practice as well so what you do is you take um, uh, a tablespoon uh, or a tablespoon uh, and a half of the sesame oil like uh, uh, ari was saying uh, just plain sesame oil you you take it in the mouth and then you continuously stroke it with your tongue and you you just keep on um, moving it and then you will when you start doing it the mouth is closed the, the the teeth are closed but the tongue goes back and forth uh to the teeth the back of the teeth so it, it's like um uh swishing quickly swishing the oil through your mouth and you do that and then first thing you notice is your tongue starts hurting that means those muscles which you never used will get to you know work and 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 then the saliva starts and the entire process will activate the mouth the cheeks the salivary glands the lymphatic system in the throat and then in the mouth now uh, everything gets activated and you do it for anywhere between 3 minutes to about 6 minutes of stroking i what personally do is i put the oil in my mouth and when i'm in the shower or when i am um, um you know shaving my uh, shaving my beard so y- y- you can you can squeeze it into like a multi uh, tasking uh, you know uh, daily routine so you can put it in into a mouth and keep stroking it and then you will spit it out uh, after you know 3 uh, to 5 minutes and then you will flush it out so i would highly recommend that you you know after you're done with uh, uh, swishing Uh, you will use the toilet to flush it rather than spitting it out into uh, a wash basin or in the in the bathroom because the oil gets really thick in your mouth and it almost it becomes like a uh, you know uh, a butter like a molten butter in the mouth so you don't swallow it you have to spit it out and what does it do is it prevents chapping of the lips it prevents um, you know weakening of the cheek muscles so it, it is one of the beauty treatments in ayurveda because it helps to makes the cheeks to be healthy uh, tongue becomes you know clean so by these two routines your taste recognition becomes you know a, a multifold improvement in your take, taste recognition so you will and not it also it, doesn't take a lot of, it doesn't take a lot of time at all it's just it's right. just something that it once it becomes a habit Yeah. it's so easy yeah absolutely and that uh, will will be done uh, either in the morning or in the evening and then we end with a gum powder which uh, you know ayurveda recommends usually to uh, use the powder and then massage your gums because ayurveda knows the importance of gums for the teeth health so a lot of people a lot of people go through gum inflammation and gum recession that means the gums gums starts you know uh, become becoming uh, um uh, shorter uh, they retreat um, so those people should use the oil pulling and then the 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 gum powder uh, which is made from few herbs you, many companies atre also we have a great gum tone powder uh, healthy gums so just a little bit you rub it with your finger or you can you know put your brush into it and then massage your gums ideally finger finger rubbing or finger massaging is better 
So that's the third one. And then we'll leave our listeners to with these three to try out and then see how do they feel. And then we come back in the next, some podcast, we'll start, talk about a couple more oral hygiene or oral routines and, and then give them time to assimilate these daily routines and do them, as you said, Arya, absolutely do it at the time when it is appropriate. Don't force yourself and give that motherly and, and love uh, approach to these daily routine uh, practices. Um, Arya, thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you. Yes, it's not, it's a gift. It's not a punishment. Yeah, absolutely. So we are at that hour. We, I love talking about these things with you, Arya, and you bring out such depth to these uh, podcasts and conversations. Uh, and the next I love podcast, learning this from you. It's, <laughs> it's mutual. Uh, so uh, the next podcast, we will be continuing to talk about a little more eating because it's such great uh, you know, tool for us to bring back health and, and then thrive in life. So we'll talk about eating more, uh, healthier. And then we uh, take up another routine, which is probably the routine of taking care of the eyes. So how to take care of the eyes is going to be the next podcast in the routine. So oh, thank you. I'm looking forward to it. And the spices. Absolutely. Yeah. So spices, we keep on. Maybe we'll introduce spices as we go into the eating habits. And then maybe in depth, if, if time permits, into what type of spices, in what season and all that. That would be a wonderful topic uh, by okay, itself. Okay, great. Yeah. Let's do that. And thank you, Ari. Thank you so much for Thank you. Jo- Namaste. Namaste to you. Namaste all for joining us. And I hope that you already started your journey of Ayurvedic lifestyle and and longevity and signed up for 100 years of living. Thank you so much. Namaste. Namaste.